This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to audience, and this is Marcus Boston. I'm Cecil W. Adams. And we want to thank you for listening to another episode of The Soul Audience. And you can find me at Marcus Boston 314. You can find me at Cecil W. Adams on all platforms. You can pick up your merch, Soul merch from buyjack.com slash The Soul Audience. You can also go down and support Colorado Bob Ship of Fools at 3457 Morgan Ford Road. We would like to thank you and ask you to like, share, comment, and have your friend listen to the Slardians. And we would like you to enjoy the show. Peace. So, I don't know if uh, anybody except Jeff and I know that I've known Jeff since I was a freshman. I'm not known him, but knew who he was since I was a freshman in high school. He was a coach at a rival high school of mine when I was in, yeah. My, Damn. Yeah, he was the basketball coach at Vienna. I was at Century High School. So I've known of Jeff, who he was since I was 13. 14, 14. No, I was 13 when I, when I was a freshman, yeah. Damn. Well, Jeff, tell us about yourself, Jeff. It's about you now. Enough about me and my oh, bullshit. Gosh. Was that your first coaching job at Vine? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was shit. 23. Holy shit. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> uh, I'll give you the short version. Southern Illinois. Um, not as far south as me, but not as far south. <laughs> Pretty much two hours straight east of here. About two thirds of the way to Evansville, Indiana. So you were what, McLeansboro. McLeansboro. Yeah. That's right. Yep. So you ran the voodoo offense. No. Oh, no, no, no. That was no? that was after I uh we people ran the voodoo offense against us because we were good. Yeah. Right. But uh the voodoo is the uh voodoo four corners. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. He was holding there. the ball. Yeah, that was that was after me. And uh so I Graduated from high school, uh, went to college, played basketball in college at Rim Lake and at a small school in Wisconsin. And NAIA Which one? Level. Wisconsin Superior. Yeah. So same same league as like Stevens Point. Yeah, um, I played I played against Superior. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, um, they they were D three when they changed to D three after I left. Yeah, because the only the only NAI in Wisconsin was uh, at the time when I was in college and it was long. I mean, not as long as you, but a long time ago. <laughs> was uh cardinal cardinal stretch stretch yeah. yeah those dudes were fucking amazing yeah. by the way yeah. they had all foreign guys and like we, <laughs> we were playing them and i get on the court and i'm like hey man how's it going he's like said something in polish and he was like seven foot dude and i'm six five i'm like oh this is gonna be great and yeah it was because we got fucking mocked but anyway please um, so after that i uh got my degree the bottle did as a no. math teacher and uh, became a math teacher, taught math, became a school administrator. Um, math. So like, how, how good at math are you? Like what, what, what's the, I only pass college well, algebra. Okay. So. so that's a common question I get. I usually, the smart ass in me usually tells people, you know, to teach you, you got to be pretty good at it. Right. So I'm right. pretty good at math. I like, <sighs> so, I mean, I'm not like Will, Will Hunting good at math, but right. I'm, I'm, Pretty good at math. Yeah, I'm, the I'm, first class you take for credit in college is calculus. Mm, no, thank you. And it just goes from there. 
So it was, it was a bit, math is not. Can, can like, I buy the intern to replenish the uh, cranberry cream? So, upstairs, I did not know math. Is there, if you can get some that, more ice too. Wait, how long the anxiety, the anxiety I felt like doing math was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> you know, empire. I, uh, I would tell, I tell people like math is not a good way to impress women. Hell no. You know, I don't sit around at a bar doing math problems and women are like, here, here's my number. Right. So, right. Um, I mean, it works one time. The white got tattoos. Yeah, <laughs> the white got the tattoo. Yeah. The math wasn't working out. I had to make up for the math. <laughs> I'm try the, math the, the math didn't work, so I got the tattoos. Uh, so I worked as an assistant principal and a principal for about 15 years, and that's how I ended up. I'm, I took got a job in Edwardsville. I worked in Edwardsville for two years, and then as an assistant principal in Oakville, and became the principal at Afton, and then. Uh, uh, left education in 2010, formal education, and started doing uh, suicide prevention work. And uh, about five years ago, I started bartending just because a lot of the work I do with suicide prevention, if I'm not at a school, I'm at home and I want to get out of the house. And so mm-hmm. I started bartending. So what do you th- what do you think is like the 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 leader? That's a to- lot to unpack. I know, I know, that is a lot. It's a unpack. lot. You go first. I'm gonna get my thought together. I thought right. I had a thought, and you t- cut me off, and I lost it. So is he? Oh, sorry. I mean, it- no, you're fine. I was just like about making it- vodka. Yeah, I was just making it known that that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a life lived. I ain't done shit. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> my life ain't done a goddamn thing. I was impressed till right then. I ain't done shit. <laughs> What's one of the biggest? Okay, let's start with. Matt, let's start with the math, and we'll go. We'll go forward from there. All right. Did you read his brochure? I read the brochure today. I said, "Shit, he's way more qualified uh, the person math, I am." The math is boring. Talk no, 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 no. What, what, coming from somebody that's always had this mental block with math, where it's just like, but now, like as a forty-year-old male, I'm having to like understand. Like, I just finally had to be like, "You got to get past this anxiety of sure. like looking at these balance sheets." So and, I'll give you my opinion on math in schools, and this is as someone who taught math. I think that I've come to the conclusion that there are basically two kinds of people, those people who can do math and those that can't. And generally in high schools, the most failed class in a high school is algebra. That's mm-hmm. kind of, that's kind of where people, um, when they're, when they're in school, they kind of branch off and it's like, we're going to go into something into the math area. I can do math. I'm good at it or I'm not. And so I tell people all the time that I feel like, you know, you don't, you don't need to do a lot, know a lot of math to have right. a good life. And right. I mean, adding and subtraction and, and having a bank account, doing your taxes, you can get a calculator and you can hire somebody to do that. Right. So exactly. like being bad at math is not going to make your life terrible. Right. You know? And, so, and, and here's one thing that, that, that growing so you're up, having anxiety or stuff that you probably shouldn't have. Oh, uh, no, I know. And it was mostly when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah but here, here's the, the crazy fucking thing is high school. I had, uh, my algebra teacher was miss, uh, Bellamy and failed her class twice. Right. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. But then I can guarantee you're not the only kid that can say that. So yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. She's adult now. Right. Right. And then, but then, but then, when I went and did summer school at Shawnee, uh, got A plus in the in the math with a different teacher. So this possible. is yeah, it, I mean it happened. Yeah. So and then when I got to college, or and on my ACT, my highest score was in math. Yeah. Which makes that's what's so fucking what the fuck. And then you know like uh, then when I got to college, 
Under Mr. Diefenbach. I don't know if you remember him from uh, Shining Kingdom. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. Diefenbach. He had yeah. the big mustache. Yeah. All A's. Every math class I had with him, all A's. But I failed it twice in high school. Algebra 1 and Algebra 2. Some of it could just be, um, you know, it's kind of like when you're when you're playing basketball mm-hmm. and you're learning a new offense. Yeah. And you just it, you don't get it, you don't get it, you don't get it. And all of a sudden it just clicks. Yeah. And... You know, it, and for some people, it just it just clicks at a different time. Um, you said right. you have a different teacher. One of the problems I think in education with high school teachers is they aren't some aren't very good at teaching adjusting to yeah, <laughs> yeah, adjusting to the kid right versus having the kid adjust to them. Yeah, and it was a different time then. Uh, I, I say that not not to be like a like a like just put it on that like it was a different time. No. It was literally like that's when I feel like at that time was the start of like adjusting to how the child learns, right. you know, and and Penny was not good at that. And she caused me a lot of anguish in my life, like just so much bullshit that, that you know, I blame her for. It, but there again, you know, now as I am, I'm like, fuck, man, like maybe if I would have worked harder, but I can remember like sitting there like crying, like trying to figure out, this doesn't make sense. I don't understand. And when I like ask her about it, it's like the biggest fucking problem in the world. And, you know, I just didn't understand at the time. And, you know, I, I learned from it and I never had a problem with math in college. So, which is crazy to me. <laughs> I don't know how I could struggle in high school. And then when I get to college, it I makes think, sense. I think for me, like, I think JUCO, you know, he tests in the JUCO and they mm-hmm. see where you're whatever, whatever. My weakest problem, my weakest subject was math and maybe writing. Interpretation and reading was fine, but like, so I had to spend time with tutors to get through college right. algebra to get my get my degree in communications. I had to go to tutors, and so the tutors get had to go had to go to the gym, put extra reps up because like the pro- yeah. I couldn't comprehend the process. So mm-hmm. once I had some time with a person that could explain the process the way I comprehend, now my grades are getting different. And getting up because I need you to speak to me in a way I understand. It's like so you were you figured out that you learn you just learn differently. Yeah, I, I mean everybody learns differently, but what you're saying you figured out the way you learn. Yeah, okay, yeah, and I just like okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna grab the concepts you're teaching in this hour and a half. I got to go after school and say tutor, this is what we're learning. Explain this the way I understand it. Let me practice once you explain it to me. Then I got the work done. So I got I probably got an A after I had to go put my time in. Cause I wasn't comprehending the process because she was giving it at a, at a, at a way that was faster than I might could comprehend for me. So the tutor was like, Hey, this is how you do it. Break it down. Practice. I'm, are we good now? Can I do it now? Probably not. Cause it wasn't important then, but like the tutoring, like, you know, you had, it's like, um, speaking success is a person only understand failure. I can't, I can't only speak to you in a way the language I understand, but all you hear is the bad news. It don't matter how good I can give you the best fucking news in the world. I said I got a million dollars today. All you heard was I got a million. You ain't got shit. That ain't what I said. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like right. you just can't reach some certain people like that. You just have to understand how you how you learn and embrace the information, then go forward. Do you feel that the whole system of standardized te- standardized yeah. tests and and the shit that pass fail whatever abc like these the way high schools are right now i think is a bad product um well first of all grades like the abc grades are totally subjective okay and and, and like one of the problems in education although i think there is there's a movement towards improving this is 
Like if you have, you might go to a school like uh, Edwardsville and you might have three different, three different people who teach English one. What you want to do is make sure that they're all grading and giving the same assignments so that the kids that go through there, when they finish that course, they, they, there's no way of guaranteeing a hundred percent that they're exactly the same. Right. But they want to try to do as best they can to make sure right. that they're very similar. Um, as far as standardized tests, you know, we we totally re- need need to reevaluate. What, what, was, what was the one? Uh, uh, I was the Iowa basic skills yeah, test. Iowa oh Iowa my god, I fucking hated when that shit yeah. came up. That was the fucking worst. Did you, did you have that? I don't. I don't remember that one. I, 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 I think, think I had was, map testing. I, maybe I, yeah, map testing Missouri when I was in Missouri. That was a biggie. Yeah. I mean, it still is. And it could, back in the day, you used to decide the funding for the schools, right? How you no, how they did? Oh, okay. I mean, they've that was a misunderstood. Yeah, thing. it's it's kind of a. I've been out of the game so long, ten right. years, that I don't know exactly how things. I know in Illinois now, they've had, they have a state the the Prairie State exam. I think the kids have to pass before they can graduate. It's, Dude, education shouldn't be a business, man. Like everyone doesn't doesn't learn the same. Everyone shouldn't be. This is my biggest thing. Like. As we 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 uh, amplify STEM education, mm-hmm. but like the arts is what you learn from civilization. So like, STEM is what STEM is like. Uh, STEM is uh, like science. math, science, science, math. Every, help, help me, interns. What, what is STEM? Science, science. Engineering. Engineering. Those are great, but like artists are what you when when you find a civilization when the dust when the dust settles, you see their art before you find their science. So like everyone's not built to be a mathematician or right. engineer. Well, you, got that, right, you got right lane, right brain, left brain. Yeah, you know. So we shouldn't punish the people that are I meant think, to be artists because I'm not a fucking mathematician, but I'm a great I think, artist. I think basic finance should have been taught. Oh yeah, in taxes are the, are the business. The business of life should be taught in schools. I mean, just basic finance. You know, like it, it, to my, in my opinion, I wouldn't be where I. I I would be further ahead of where I am right now if I would have had a basic understanding of finance. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I could understand how to like balance a checkbook or whatever, you know. Something. Who has a checkbook? Kill yourself. I'm sorry. That was I, that was very ageist. I apologize. I had a moment. Never, never mind. Cool. Would you rather me say pocketbook? I have a checkbook, and I'm very proud of that. I have a checkbook as well. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Southern Illinois. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So ill, but. So I'll anyway, write, I'm gonna write a check. <laughs> <laughs> Don't write a check; your ass can't cash. That's right. <laughs> One of those damn shirts you're gonna sell. On the <laughs> Marcus Boston live. MLB, Marcus Onesimus baby. Boston live at Big Daddy's upstairs, July fifteenth. Shit show, baby. So, uh. <laughs> So how did going from math to the suicide hot prevention prevention? Okay. What, what I can only imagine the stories. Just ask it. Just No, I'm just saying how were most there? of them. How were, well, we'll get to that. Okay. Uh, what I was going to say was like, how many of those calls were just a lonely person that just needed somebody to talk to? Well, I think where you're getting into is the question, which which I get a lot, is you know how many people who are claimed to be suicidal are really suicidal? Does that sound 
accurate. I was, I mean, kind of along that line. Yeah, kind of along that line. Um, More, I was looking for just like how many of those people are just reaching out for attention compared uh, exactly. to yeah, yeah. But there you go. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. that's it right there. How like how many people are truly suicidal versus how many people are actually just wanting attention? Mm-hmm. Well, the the answer is very few people who who talk about suicide are doing it just for attention. Right. Um, I don't want to say that there aren't any, or the number is zero. Right. Uh, there's actually a, a, a Marcus was mentioning books. I'll tell you the name of an author. His name is Thomas Joyner. He's one of the leading researchers probably in the world. Uh, with he's with Florida State University. His dad Seminoles. Died. Yeah, his dad. Oh, yeah. He, was, he was a Texas Longhorn, and uh, he's a professor. I've actually messaged him before. Uh, his dad died from suicide, and he's he's done lots of research. Written mm. several books. I've read all the books I could find that he's written. And his answer would be less than 1% of people who mm. are talking about suicide are doing it strictly for attention. Now, I would say that they want attention, but what the attention they want is they want help. Ah, gotcha. They're not okay. doing it just for the attention. Gotcha. Okay. Good to know. So, now, I'm not, I've actually dealt with a, I dealt with a student one time that I think was doing it strictly for attention. Right. She, but that that's like one out of... A hundred thousand. Right. Okay. Minute. Fair enough. So, fair enough. Yeah. Marcus, did you get your thought together? My question is, I mean, it's such a complex question. It's a, it's a compound equation. It's a complex issue. Bring it back to a little bit of mathematics out here. Huh. Um. Well, I mean, what do you what do you what do you think are the the the, the variables that bring a person to thinking suicide is a option? Because I've read your bio, you are a six times survivor of attempts. Uh-huh. Yep. So what 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 was the what was it what was the thing that made you feel that suicide was the way out? Well, it really comes. So that's a, that's a very excellent question. I read books, <laughs> and I kept away from and women. And when I when I do a presentation, what the what I do is one of the first questions I ask. Typically, I do. When I do presentations, I get in front of students and I ask them, what are the reasons someone would die from suicide when someone would attempt? And typically they say, they say the same things. They're sad. They're depressed. Uh, somebody, you know, they broke up with their boyfriend or girlfriend. Um, somebody died. There's all kinds of reasons. But what it really narrow, you can narrow. Traumatic triggers. Yes, whatever they are, whatever those triggers are. For me, it was, it is, I have, uh, I'm, I'm bipolar. So I take medication. And I've been, I've dealt with this since I was in junior high school. Some, we call, I call it junior high school. You all may call it middle school. But <laughs> I call it junior I high. 12, Southern 13, Illinois. Yeah, Southern Illinois is junior high. Yeah. So what it really, you can take all of those reasons and narrow them down into one reason. The one reason people think about or attempt suicide is to end pain. That's it. Hmm. And they're in such pain, they don't know what else to do. Wow. And so yeah. uh, you, that, that's, that's really it in a nutshell. Mm, you narrow it down to one thing. Dang, yeah, you're right. I, it, ma- it makes sense. It makes sense. It I makes mean, sense. Pain, the pain for many people, um, people who are alcoholics, drug addicts, um, they self-medicate. Mm-hmm. Those are also examples. But really when it comes down, they can't numb the pain anymore. They don't know what else to do. It's just like I, I want to stop the pain. I don't want to And that was what it was for me. I just don't want to I hurt was, anymore. I'm just tired of being in pain. Mm-hmm. That's it. Simple mm-hmm. enough. It's simple. It is. Most most what the most answers in life is very simple. And that yeah. was a great answer. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> yeah. 
If you, you, uh, pain's a motherfucker. Yeah, I ain't had much of it, but I can see how it make you want to check out, check the fuck and, out. And and really, and, and you mentioned that. I mean, what I tell people is like being in pain, being sad, being in distress is normal. Mm-hmm. We're all gonna have that. It's part of the human existence. It's part of human. You know, you're however long you live. If you live uh, ninety years, your existence is gonna be a roller coaster. Right? Mm-hmm. It's gonna be up and down, but hopefully starts here and ends here but those downs when we're sad like you know if you lose somebody you're close to being sad is normal Mm -hmm. what isn't normal is being so sad for such a long period of time that you want to kill yourself yeah that's what's not normal yeah the the repeated the repeated appearance of sadness without joy your balance is off right the human existence within the civilization requires a balance to where you can quantify or make sense of your pain because joy is on the other side. Well, all you see right. is pain and no joy. If all you see in your darkness, no sun, I, I won't be here. Well, I'm sure you've heard somebody or seen somebody with a quote that says happiness is a choice. Well, that's not always true. That's not true. Your that's environment is fucking true. negative. Yeah. No, it's not a choice. I mean, my grandmother passed away a couple few months ago i wasn't happy whenever she passed away mm-hmm. now she was 88 years old and she had been she has dementia and almost i mean really honestly her death was a blessing to my family and my mother watching my mother go take care of my grandmother and have lunch with her every day was very hard to watch mm-hmm. but it was still sad so for that period of time a few days i wasn't happy and i couldn't choose to be happy mm-hmm. i didn't want to choose to be happy now after a week or so i started feeling normal Cause we're all gonna die. I mean, we're all. Yeah. That's that's a normal. We all we all on borrow t- yeah. borrow time. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we all on borrow time. And my and my thing, how I try to advise, like embrace the bad, cause like once you embrace it, embody it, and give language to it, you can see the joy of the other side. You know, so like for me, I've made it through this life at thirty five in Black and St. Louis. I ain't had a lot of tra- tragic experiences from like car accidents shooting murder like all that kind of shit that you normally would be used to hearing someone black in the mail in st louis i didn't go through that shit but i know i have and so i try to be very empathetic and and and, and respectful to those that have and use my 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 privilege and blessing to open my life up to those that have and, and be empathetic like you can be sympathetic and empathetic so I don't, I can't say I share the same experience, but I'm sympathetic to what's going on. I'm listening because right. I'm blessed enough to not go through that shit. I'm 35. I ain't had enough shit. I've made it through no, none of that crazy shit. I go, I go any, any place I go is peace all the time. Everybody don't have that kind of, that kind of, that kind of access and privilege to have a kind of peace to think about the future. To not say, damn, I ain't missing no meals. If I blow money, I'll get it back. You know, so I I have those pillars in my life. So like, I try to stay humble in my existence to to meet people where they at, but hold you accountable through the process and embrace those. What are we doing? What's happening? Oh, she's looking for trash. What's happening? She's looking for trash. <laughs> and this is experience. Like, I, you guys I need a training program for the interns. <laughs> I never in time. In time. I just. I just really, I just really feel sorry for you guys because being Marcus's interns might be the hardest. They're li- don't don't listen to them. I don't, 
I love my queens. Oh yeah, my life. I just, like I say, I just don't want to. I don't want to. Girl, lemon pepper sound fire. Oh, this, is, this is a. This is what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> oh, I, Marcus is like, I, I have interns now. <laughs> they told me. I was like, I, I, wait, yeah, yeah, want to work for me? I got my. I got me another Louis Vuitton bag next week. Somebody got me one. It won't be me. But yeah, so I just like when I try to um, walk through my life, like the the how I made it to this point was being open minded to knowing I'm the acceptance of the rules. I, I don't have those experiences of I never lost nobody in a tragic three o'clock in the morning phone call or felt like my life ain't valuable or the world ain't as big as it is. Like I volunteered for Big Brother and Sisters for like five years, and I love that organization what they do for children. Especially yeah. being a black male and being involved in that program, I ain't got shit. I'm broke, but I ain't poor. It's the difference. Yeah. So I've been out of it for a couple of years, but like I had Big Brother of the Year. I'm like, I ain't doing shit. Like I'm just out here living. No, don't, don't bother me. But like they found value in what I was doing. But like when well, I want to get back into it, because like I want to show you that the world's bigger than your fucking front door. Like what you I don't know what you're learning, but I want to show you experiences and stretching your boundaries is important for anybody. You have to see what's bigger than your front door. And like you're you understanding like I knew Jeff before I knew who Jeff Face was. I mean Jeff Oh Jeff is woke. And I hate the word woke, but Jeff, oh yeah Jeff fuck them motherfuckers. I was like who is Jeff? Like Jeff, do you know who this Jeff guy is? I don't know who the fuck he is, but he I love That's me some great. him. Right. He gets it. Cause that kind of stuff comes with right and wrong. It's not black and white. Either you either you Knowing your worth and knowing knowing what your purpose, like I really realized my purpose was this, but I wanted I didn't know what my purpose was for a longest fucking time. But I say, let me do one thing, not fuck up my path to find my purpose. Because you can fuck around, we get the wrong motherfucker pregnant. Your whole life is different. You will never find that motherfucking purpose. And I'm, I'm just saying generally, you know what I'm saying? Like I had the opportunity to not say, hey, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lay into this one. So maybe I got some. I don't know what I'm here for. I'm here for something, and this platform is what I'm here for, and now it's it's, it's rewarding me in such of a process that I, I appreciate it, and I'm able to bring people in that I wouldn't have found unless I chose to be in a dark league. I chose to da, 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 da. I wouldn't have found Cecil if I wouldn't got banned from Knicks. I wouldn't have made it too Lord. It, certain things right. you got to see as an omen, as a, as, a, as a positive, as of abundance, and not see living scarcity. Like you say it all the time, the, it's either you see life as abundance or you see it as scarcity. Yeah. Plain and simple. Go ahead. Well, so I kind of went through a uh, yeah PP an awakening. Wait. Okay. Break time. Go. go you go. You go. go. So, um, in 2012, uh-huh. I had just got divorced, and my ex-wife married, got well, moved to Iowa, and so I was living here in St. Louis. Oh no shit! I was living in Edwardsville. Right. And. Uh, um, she moved to Iowa, and I decided to move to Iowa with her. Not with her, but with the kids. Right. So I moved to Iowa, and she remarried. And, and my ex-wife, uh, I'm going to say this up, my ex-wife's a wonderful lady. A mm-hmm. Great, great lady. And High school sweetheart? No, like, we started dating, like, when I was right out of college. She was in high school. So we'd known each other for, I'm 53, we've known each other for 45 years. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, yeah, oh, wow. it, it, yeah. That's a whole other story. All right. So anyway, um, but I went through this period where I moved to Iowa, didn't know, I'd never been to Iowa. 
The first time I've been to Iowa was when I woke up for an apartment. The second time was when I moved into that apartment. Oh, wow. So I moved up there from 2012. Where were you at? Sioux City? Uh, Muscatine. Muscatine. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so the, the short story is I got away for six years. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I came back to St. Louis a lot and visited and went to see my parents. And, but I went to a place where I didn't know anybody. Didn't right. have any history. Nobody knew me. They didn't That's like when me. I went to South Dakota. I yeah. didn't know anybody. Yeah. yeah. And it was the best, best thing for another. And what, what I learned was, and it's kind of my mantra now, is um, I just try to enjoy each day. Yeah. That's it. 100%. I just. You have to. You know, I mean, I do think about the future. I mean, I name my kids and, and, right. and all that stuff. But for the most part, I just try to take each day at a time. If something happens or there's something like I should be worried about and it's six months away, I'm like, let's just compartmentalize that. Right. I'm probably getting, I'm going to, because I used to worry a lot about stuff that I didn't even need to worry about. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. now it's just like, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I just live, live each day. I, I personally like I, I just uh I'm the same way but I just try to win each day yeah you know just yeah. just and if you don't yeah. the next day yeah exactly I don't let it get me down never gonna let it get me down like you know when I learned that giving love without expectation and knowing that everything's gonna be fine it's always gonna be fine always like everything's gonna work out one way or another and if you if I want it to be a certain way then I have to make steps or effort towards that way to, to, to change the result to what I want it to be. You know, so each day, everything's going to be fine. It's always going to be fine. <laughs> it's always going to be fine. Uh, so I don't know how, I don't know how to have a bad day no more. Like I, I don't, like, I don't, who did you have a bad day? No. Man. What does that mean? Yeah. Like, I, mean, I, I still have bad days here and there, but yeah, you know, I just, how you I react to it I is different. Well, yeah. That's what I was telling Cecil. I, yeah. I don't dwell on it. I have a bad day today. There's always tomorrow. I'll get it back tomorrow. Yep. You know, that's it. Don't just just enjoy and try to make the best of each day. That's yeah. it. We all on borrowed times. So we've yep. lost some great people. They did great things. We're all gonna die. That's it. You know, that's the guarantee you, of life. You don't. You you'll never come out alive out of this life. No, you're never gonna. You're never gonna come out alive. Even if I I yeah. Death, death is undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. Father time and death. They yeah. both work uh, together. They work and, for the same and company. The internet. The internet is undefeated. Fascinating. fascinating. Yeah. So, you know, for me, you know, the fact that I can go on YouTube, like if I if I am feeling any certain type of way, I know I can within two minutes of me having that feeling, I can go on fucking YouTube and find something that inspirational for me to yeah. watch. And mm-hmm. you know, yeah, back in you know, the day we'll call it <laughs> back in the day. Back in the day, before pre-internet, like there was, it was no like if you were in your feelings about something, like there was no getting out of it. You could try to talk to people, but you're taking a chance of talking to that person, and that person's going to tell, especially coming from a small town, like that person. You tell Mary Joe about how you're feeling sad about something. Mary Joe is going to tell fucking Nisi Gale and then Nisi Gale is going to tell blah blah blah. What are these country ass names? Nisi Gale and Nisi, Nisi Gale is actually my mom's name. Oh shit. I'm sorry. I love you mom. Right. <laughs> sorry. But uh, <laughs> his, name, you know, his name is Cecil. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. True. 
True. Or I CW. Had, I had about nine Jeffs in my class. So yeah. <laughs> this is the only one Cecil I know and love. That's how like, Cecil white Fielder. People, white people grab a hold of a name and they like. They right? hold on that motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> it's like what, what was the black name? Uh, not Jeff. What is what is what is Jerry Seinfeld? Real name is um, Je- Jerome. Jerome used to be a white name, but it's a black name now. <laughs> They, Jerry yeah. Seinfeld's name is Jerome. His real name is Jerome. Know. His actual government name is Jerome. He goes by Jerry because clearly, I literally, just watched two days ago the comedians in cars drinking mm. coffee with Obama. It's amazing. Oh yeah, that's great. Oh, yeah, I've never amazing. seen that one. Yeah, it's great. Oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna watch this, it. This, the Secret Service guys like with him driving the car. Yeah, like, Obama's driving the car. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obama pulls up and he's like. Hey, we're just gonna get coffee. And he's like, Mr. President, you uh, we're gonna turn make around. a circle right in this same right. We're gonna make a circle around and right. He's we're like, not Mr. Going President, outside. you know. Well, they they have Obama like working in his office and Jerry's in a window like behind. Yeah, like, he brought a nice ass car too. Make a circle right in the, right it's in like the circle. We're not leaving the compound. Four Corvette. Yeah, he is. We're gonna right here in the right here in the circle. We're not leaving Obama. the compound, baby. God, Obama. <laughs> Yeah, God, you know how you, you know how you, you know how perfect you know how, how he, that's the America we thought we were. Trump we is the again, Trump right? is the America we really are. Yeah. Trump, right. Obama's who we, we, we thought we were. That's the America that really lives within us. That that is actually I, I think I agree with the reality you. of it. I think what's happened with Trump is like he. I think that Trump has has empowered the worst the, the worst the of America worst of America to come out in mm-hmm. public. Mm-hmm. I really think that and they're the hanging themselves. Common denominator, and they're hanging themselves. You know? I, I don't, I don't the think fucking... that's prevalent. No, but I think that like these. But these there idiots... also is the, the okay. In no way am I defending anyone. I don't give a fuck about politics. We know but, you voted for him. That's okay. I know. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I don't vote. I don't. I'm registered to vote. I don't vote. Like because you're pre- voting. You're voting in November. For president, it doesn't. It, my vote doesn't count yes, for shit. Does. Your vote does yeah, count. You're gonna vote. Yeah, this we're gonna walk the hand in I'm hand. Not, uh, I'll tell you this. Together. I'll tell you this. I hopefully there's Kanye's on it because I'll vote for Kanye. Stop. I like the, the two old that would be worse than Trump. I'm afraid. Right, but it doesn't. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. With presidential stuff, I care about local politics. I've said yeah. that many times on here. I, all I care about is local politics. That's where it really starts. Yeah, there's some truth. I think there's some truth to that. Yeah, yeah. Local politics. What affects me is locally. So here is my thing with the whole political thing. And I'm not a proponent of Candace Owens. But Candace Owens brings up so much fucking. I've watched some of her videos and the way the left does shit is super fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, did, did you try Biden to, should not be our option. No. He's horrible. He is fucking... 30 years in Senate is horrible. Yeah. 40 years in Senate is horrible. Biden is a fucking puppet. And I posted puppet. that shit. Like, that's the problem. He's a fucking puppet. So here... Can I tell you what I hope... He's an ass hack. I'm listening. Like, tell me more. Here's... here's th- this won't happen, but I, this is what I would like to happen. A redo? No. No. <laughs> Biden is going to select a woman, black woman. It should be... Uh, uh, I like I Kamala. Kamala. I also like Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams. Ka- Whoever it is. Wait, 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 wait. Com- Camilla Harris? Yeah. Kamala. Kamala. Kamala Harris. No, fuck that. Okay, well, whoever it is. He's Finish thinking, your thought, Jeff. He's, he's a guest. I, I, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know. I'm not going to predict who it is. Whoever it is, what I would like to see happen is Biden 
the day after his second terms, his the the second year of his first term starts, he he's like, you know what, I'm I'm too old for this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let my VP take over. And then she, whoever it is, Stacey Abrams, she becomes president. Mm-hmm. She can finish that term, and she got two more terms to run for. I like that. Okay, I like ten it. years. I like that. I, that I'm Lim telling you right now, black women make your life better. I'm right. gonna give me one. <laughs> the the chick, the chick from Hawaii is the best possible. Uh, my chick that I love so much. Who, who's her? What's her? Oh, name? The, no, uh, God damn it! I just you love so much. <laughs> Stop it, sir. The one we talked about on the on the thing. The, uh, What's her uh, name? Will you stop? <laughs> I know Kamala Harris is not the fucking answer. I know that. I'd rather have Stacey Abrams than Kamala Harris, yes. Stacey Abrams, the one that lost the govern- governor in yeah. Georgia? It, she got stolen. The fucking guy that was counting ballots lost on the fucking ballot. Get the I, got fuck it, I got it. I got it. I got it. But that's the first political office she ever ran for, bro. And she's still better than the motherfucker we got in, in governor at Georgia. Right. He's horrible. So well, you think that, you think somebody that 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 has never held a political office should be our vice president? That one, yes. If I'm gonna pick one that never had an office, I'm taking that one. Stacey Abrams is well accomplished enough as a human being. I will lead her. She's a black woman. Please govern my life. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking that one. If I have to choose a woman to govern my life, I hope she's a black one. You have a whole laptop. Why are you on your phone? Google on your phone. Let me. I know, but I've got. Oh, I got some shit pulled up. I, I don't want to lose it. <laughs> it's my projection. My projections for the next two years. About you, you do. He's got a bunch you have of pages. Just do pages. <laughs> what kind of show is this? Where the interns go? <laughs> they wouldn't got us. They wouldn't, they wouldn't got, got food. food. Tulsi Gabbard. Yes. Tulsi. Okay. If you try to tell me Stacey Abrams is better than Tulsi Gabbard, I there's no fucking way. I, I'm not. I honestly, at I would take point, Mayor Pete over Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams was in the General Assembly of Georgia for ten years. Yeah, I what's, would take. What's that? I don't. I don't know. It's, what like, that it's is. like being in the House. I it's like being some, a congressman or a congresswoman in the House. Chicken to right now. We'll get president. So Fuck, bro. <laughs> Black women save your life. I Tulsi Gabbard. I, I would you know love my, my perfect. My perfect. She was the minority leader of Georgia House Representative, so she has governing state. State, you know what? On a state you got to start somewhere, sir. Sorry, I know <laughs> but, Hawaii is so important, but for she's, Georgia, she's in Congress though. Like she's in the U.S. Congress. She's not. Right, but state, you have uh, to Tulsa get Tulsa Gabbard Tulsa, is good. Tulsa, she is. Tulsa is fucking amazing. I'm sorry, dude. I just have a the biggest problem with somebody that hasn't been on the government level as far as being over more than just a state, being a leader of the free world. I, I just have a problem with it. And I would I agree with you until now. Clearly, the rules have changed, and we have a fucking ass hat in the house. Right, Anyone's right, available right. now. But what he's proven, what he's proven is that the presidency's a adult. fucking presidency's a fucking joke. Yeah, you need a. It's room. an impossible fucking job. But it, but it's, it's it's an impossible job. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a lose lose situation. Yeah, even Obama has falls. I oh, love I I loved Obama, but still to this it day, it was symbolic. It was yeah, wasn't yeah, functional. Yeah, it was 100%. symbolic. I mean, we we've talked about it on this podcast. Like Obama got a e- there's an email proving that Obama's cabinet was sent to him by Saks Fifth, Fifth Avenue or not Saks Fifth Avenue, but uh, real money rules. Real money rules yeah, politics. Yeah, and 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 but but when everyone's like, oh, free like Obama, blah blah, he still got an email. This is people we want on your cabinet, and the motherfucker put those people on his cabinet. I ain't hating on the motherfucker. 
Good for the you. The system's yeah. trash. We got we got to we got to attack right. the system that allows right. that to be exactly. the well, email descent. And and, and the think, biggest thing I is what's the white chick? What's the white chick? Sorry, one, one more point that I want to make. Uh, uh, the chick, uh, the white chick that uh, always everything she does is against Republicans. The Democrat that lost to uh, Biden, uh, old white chick um, from Massachusetts. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, I shit. Pocahontas. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Elizabeth, 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 Elizabeth Elizabeth Warren. Yes, Elizabeth Warren is a fucking terrible human being. She had a plan for everything. She's a terrible fucking. Self being a better human being. All all I want, all I want is I want fucking left, right. I want to get rid of fucking political parties, dude. mm -hmm. I want all that shit fucking gone. Doesn't work. Something that happened. I think the time that we're going through now has shown that no matter who the politicians are, the people have a lot of power, Mm -hmm. and whenever. This whole Black Lives but then Matter what, okay, movement. Okay, oh, Jeff, here's my only, uh, the only time I'm going to cut you off right now is how do the people have the power if Joe Biden is the fucking Democratic fucking, that well, is not the people. No, but here, here's, here's my point to that. Okay. Is that happened before all this. Okay, fair enough. That happened before. And I think what people have to realize is it doesn't matter who, who are represent, who's representing us in Washington. When they come out and they're vocal in their district, mm-hmm. those people are going to listen. And so you're saying it's not just the politicians. It's like the Washington Redskins are changing. They're going to change their uh, mascot. Mm-hmm. And Dan Snyder a year ago said that'll never happen. 2013, he yeah. said, fuck y'all. Never happened. Well, guess what and the buddy said? No, it's you happening won't. happening now because Nike and all these Amazon. FedEx. Mm-hmm. And so we... We've got to speak out. I think the thing that I've learned is that we've got to continue to speak out to those people. And I think that I think I think I think black people are learning that they have a lot of power and that when and they have a lot of people on their side when they come out. You gotta hold people accountable. You gotta hold oh. human beings yeah. accountable for their actions. The biggest my my biggest thing is I hate when we say like government. No, government is just people behind a shield of the name of government. You was the motherfucker, so take some time, Google your representative in your in your district, yep. call the motherfuckers, cuss them out. Just call the motherfuckers and get, just go crazy. Right. You know why? Someone gonna listen to that shit. They're gonna react because they're human beings. Human beings are flawed and be human beings are malleable. So if motherfuckers call you, let my, let, let motherfuckers call my phone saying, uh, Sulaudians, blah blah blah, or uh, cognac in this. I'm gonna say we might have to, we, you might have to think about this, right? Because we're human beings. We, we yeah. can't ignore voices saying they're they're either they're, they're distaste for us or saying I love y'all shit. Now you know what? Fuck it. We're showing titties next week. You know what I'm saying? We are malleable because we're human beings. So you gotta understand your power, your power as a human being, and also the longevity of your life. Bernie, Bernie, motherfucker! I wish Bernie was available. Bernie ain't here, but the next version of Bernie will show up. But we have to keep our value in the process right. and change it because we live in we're li- we were living history. No one from Rome, Egypt, or fucking anyone thought they'd be in the history book. They were just living their life. So no, let's say your life is history. You live. You're living history. Right. So here's 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 a another question. Coming, uh, granted, it's Candace Owens, who I love. I, I, I mean, was it was it you? I talked about Candace Owens or somebody else. That I, was me talking about Candace Owens, where she brought up the fact that the next election, but the the left will, 
Yeah, the left will not be. Uh, there will not be all these Black Lives Matter, like all the mm -hmm. left doing all that. Mm -hmm. It's going to be Hispanic vote is what they're going after. Mm -hmm. Do you buy into that? I do. I do from projecting now, but we can't predict four years, bro. Like right. that's a lot Fair of enough. life. Fair life is fucking crazy. Right. We can't predict the next pandemic. We can't predict certain things are going to change our perspective, our perspective on life. But if you look at projections of mortality and like fucking who's yeah. fucking yeah. and fucking not pulling out, they fucking and not pulling out. Yeah. And that means something. They're, they're, yeah. they're raising children to have a certain perspective on life. So if we ain't fucking ain't pulling out, all you motherfuckers that are educated and not having, not having babies, that's cool. That's your life. But understand your opinion going to die with you. Right. And and that's <laughs> what that's what when, when when she brought that up, I was like, fuck. Fucking mean something. Sex sales always have, always will. It, I, and I think it's 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 more like the where the left's mind goes, you know. And we got to blow it up. They have to go. I I think there are more the people. I think there's down. more people that are sinner, sinner left, sinner right. Like Chris Rock said, you got, I got some shit I'm Republican about. Some shit I'm liberal about. Like no yeah. one's one thing. A human being. I have some shit. That I'm like whoa. But I'm like oh okay. Like yeah, you're a but, human being. Uh, oh, he gotta go. We gotta we gotta wrap this up. All right, he's we a, ready. He, he got shit to do. Yeah, Jeff, Jeff, give me your clothes. Give me your. I'm sorry, <laughs> Jeff wrote on his hand. He's like, bitch, I have to go. I got shit to do. Right. All right. So I got women to satisfy. Let's you motherfuckers all night. I got another ex-wife to find. Ooh, <laughs> Jeff. Oh, count the bodies. Lay the hose down. Shit. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Jeff, thank you so much for coming oh, on, man. I appreciate it. I want to do this again sometime. This Jeff, fun. well, we can. Okay. We'll get you back because we got more time. I know my production, my interns are wilding. I don't know they like, uh, you know, they, they're not earning their money. <laughs> I ain't well, paying them nothing either. It makes sense. Jeff, give us some closing remarks. Give, give us closes. Um, tell, final thoughts. Tell the tribe tell the tribe what you want them to know. We'll All right. I'm going to tell you this. Back to suicide prevention. Mm -hmm. Whenever you have somebody that you think is suicidal, don't just tell them to ask for help. Because people who are suicidal, they can't do that. They can't ask for help. They, it's, it's too hard. What you have to do is go to them and tell them that you're going to help them. Ask, if you think somebody's suicidal, the first thing you want to do is ask them if they're suicidal. And then help them get help. Take them to the hospital. Call 911. Um, if you don't know what to do, look up on the Internet and find resources for them. Don't leave them by themselves. Look up Jeff Morris on... on Text, message me on Facebook, Jeff yeah. Morris. I've probably got some stupid profile picture, so... Right. So I, I know. Jeff I had to figure who the fuck he was <laughs> in six weeks. <laughs> but that is a thing. And and don't give up on them. That's it. That's what I would... That's yeah. my thought for the day. Right. And uh, where can people find you on your socials? On what? On your socials? Uh, on social media, um, Facebook... Jeff Morris in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, gosh, I think I think on Instagram and Twitter, I'm JD Mo at JD Mo. Could you follow us so I can tag you when I put yes, this up? Yes, I will. I will. <laughs> I'll follow you guys. If you would tell me in a million years that I would have a coach from Vienna, Illinois. <laughs> That's in my basement. Two, you have two coaches from Vienna, Illinois in this area. Me and Darren both. Darren Lee's at Collinsville. No shit. Yeah, wow. I followed Darren, former <laughs> high school. He was my high school teammate. <laughs> That's so crazy. He was at Nash he was at Vienna. He left, and I took his place. 
Uh, it's funny. Like uh, one of my really, really good friends for a long time is uh, Chris Holhubner. Remember Chris? Yep. Yeah. Rain Man. They, yep. they called him Rain Man. That yep. dude, you talk about the best shooter I've ever seen? Is that dude yeah. out of uh, Sedalia, Missouri. Anyway. Thanks, guys. I uh, appreciate you. Uh, you can follow me and all. Jeff, we're going to get you out of here. So hold on. Calm just, down. Just, I'm going to close just, it just, out. Just, we'll just, sign the wall. We'll get you to see your host very shortly. Relax. Right. Uh, at Cecil W. Adams on all platforms. Soloaudience.com for right now. Soloaudiencemerch.com to buy our shit. Um, the kingdom of God. I'm going to close this out as usual. If the kingdom of God is in you, everywhere we go, leave a little bit of God behind. A little bit of heaven behind. A little bit of behind. I'm gonna, <clears throat> if, Try it again for those kingdom, in the back. For those in the back. <clears throat> if the kingdom of God is in you, everywhere you go, she live a little bit of heaven behind. See some closes out. Uh, if you get a chance tomorrow to do something nice for somebody else, you should do that. Because uh, I think we need a lot more of that right now in society. Love yourself. Love each other. And love all we got. Peace. This is The Mob, thanking you for listening to part one of this episode. Tune in next week for the conclusion. Always forward. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.